It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. That was a bummer. And if that's any preview of what the playoffs are going to be, well, the Orlando Magic have an unavoidable problem. You can guess what it is. got to talk about it. Because even Jamal Mosley was talking about it after the game. The Magic have a shooting problem. And a maturity problem and a lot of other problems. Let's start listing them off on today's Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is November 15th, 2023. My name is Philip Rossmanreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, oh boy. Um, a rough fourth quarter for the Orlando Magic as they fall to the Brooklyn Nets 124-104. to 104 essentially eliminating them from the in-season tournament. Not not fully, but boy, today they dug themselves a pretty deep hole. And if this is any preview for what the Magic are going to face in the playoffs, because it is something they have faced a lot this year, shooting is an intractable problem that this team may not be able to solve. We'll talk about where the Magic went wrong with their shot and how they lost their style in this game against the Brooklyn Nets. All really important stuff as we start thinking ahead to March and April, which we we hope to be uh, playing in uh, here this season. But before we get to that, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first in the morning or that's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's great Lockdown podcasts covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Lockdown and the team you're looking for, the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. The beautiful part about the NBA, there's always another game. Don't forget the Orlando Magic play the Chicago Bulls tonight, and you can catch all of the hometown broadcasts with Jake Chapman on Sirius XM. Just go to the SXM app and search Magic to hear the game tonight at 8 o'clock Eastern time. Everything we talk about offensively for this Magic team is going to dance around two topics. And we're going to hit one, we're going to hit both of those topics in this show. Um, because ostensibly, this game 
against the Nets just revealed all of Orlando's weaknesses and revealed all of their fatal flaws. And look, I'm not, I'm not here to break any ground. I'm not here to tell you something that, that, that you probably didn't already know. If you go anywhere and talk about the magic and what the magic need to improve and what the magic need to add to this roster to get better, you are going to run across one answer and one answer alone. We'll talk about the maturity side. We'll talk about fourth quarter issues. We'll talk about style and pace of play and all that stuff in the second segment. But we all know this team's weakness. We all know what this team is missing. We all know the thing that is holding this team back. And and, and quite frankly, all that other stuff, sprouts from this weakness. This is the tree trunk of problems the Orlando Magic have. Everything else just branches off of it. A lot has to be resolved by fixing this problem. And, you know, even Jamal Mosley in the postgame, if you listen to the postgame press conference, kind of had that to say. A member of the media up in New York City asked Jamal Mosley about teams packing the paint and forcing Orlando to shoot over the top of them. And he said, yeah, that's the game plan. A a pretty, like, frankly, stunning admission. It caught my ear when I heard it on the the broadcast. I tweeted it out, caught everyone else's ear. it's, It's a blank admission of what this team's biggest weakness is. We know... This team does not scout as a shooting team. Even in a game where Orlando hit a season-high 16 three-pointers, they took a season-high 43, but even in a game where the Magic made a big chunk of three-pointers, a big reason why they got back into the game in the in the second quarter, took the lead at halftime, had the lead for most of the third quarter. Big reason why. Teams are still betting that the Magic can't shoot. I, I'm a big believer that, you know, even if you are not a shooter, even if you're not a scouted shooter, or or even if you're a non-shooter, you should still be shooting threes. Now, you don't, you take smart threes, you don't take bad threes, you take smart threes. But if the ball swings to you and you are open, you have to shoot it. It, it, It's just about keeping defenses honest. It's just about making a defender step, uh, a half step closer to you. But the bottom line is this. The Magic's main goal as an offense is to put pressure on the rim. They're trying to get downhill. They're trying to get to the basket. They're trying to draw fouls. They're trying to do all these things. And right now, especially in fourth quarters, when defenses have the chance to get set up, they are walling off the paint. There are All five players have a foot in the paint. There are two guys at the free throw line ready to meet Paolo and Franz. It is difficult to drive, and, and their bet is eventually you're going to miss, and eventually uh, this Magic team is going to miss, and eventually this Magic team is going to get frustrated, flustered, and, and, and give up the most important thing, and that's their defense. The Magic shot 16 for 43 on three. Season-high 43 attempts. As Mosley said after the game, we got to do a better job stepping into those threes. Too many of those threes were off bad passes, were just kind of pass shoots, were, you know, were rushed, you know, were whatever. 
they could have gotten higher quality threes. They settled a lot in this game. How much of that is a defense that is just loaded in the paint and waiting for Orlando to come into their teeth? Who's to say? But defenses do not respect this Magic team shooting at all. And frankly, it did not change even as Orlando made shots. Orlando for the game, Orlando in the fourth quarter where they got outscored 36 to 18, this game was a close game. Uh, you know, Franz is right. The game was closer than the final score indicated, but it was also what the final score indicated. The Magic got their butts kicked in that fourth quarter. Orlando shot two for 13 from three. Just, just not getting the job done. Orlando was unable to get into the paint at all. They got outscored in the paint in this game. Uh, I believe 52 to 36, which is unacceptable. Like this team has to win the paint every game. They outscored 50-40 against Milwaukee. They got away with it because they got to the foul line. They only get to the foul line 26 times. I think I said at halftime, they have to get to 30, 31, 32. They didn't even get there. Shooting just opens everything up. And, you know, the most successful lineup for the team was Joe Ingles, Cole Anthony, Franz Wagner, taking shots, able to spread the floor a little bit, able to force the defense to respect that outside shot. It's unavoidable at this point. The Magic aren't going anywhere because they can't shoot. Now, I want to preface that. This is the long-term issue. This is the big issue. This is the reason why the Magic are going to be lucky to get out of the bottom. I still believe they'll be out of the bottom 10 in offensive rating, but this is why the Magic are going to struggle to achieve that goal. To get where they want to ultimately go, and that is winning a championship, being a playoff contender, they're going to have to make shots. They're going to have to be more consistent from three. And certainly, they cannot waste a game where Paolo Bancaro shot really well from deep. Joe Ingles shot really well from deep. They can't waste these games. But frankly, they were lazy and I don't say lazy, but frankly, they were not into the game from the start. Brooklyn was the aggressors from the beginning. Orlando looked always on the back foot. And once the shot, when the shots started falling, that was okay. They, they got comfortable. When the shots stopped falling, they got uncomfortable. They made mistakes over and over and over again. It, it's not good that shooting especially on a team that knows it's not going to be a good shooting team. That shooting affects so much of what this team does. And unfortunately, there aren't a lot of answers on the roster. Yeah, Gary Harris coming back is going to help. Marco Fultz isn't a shooter, but his control of pace is going to help. He, he, can, he can just attack better and pass better off the dribble. Um, Maybe get the ball to Paolo in, in spots where he can score a lot quicker before the defense can load up on him. Um. Jet Howard, I don't know if he solves the problem. The Magic didn't lose this game because of their shooting. And look, they could still be a play-in team. They could still be a postseason team without the shooting element. But we have seen it time and time and time and time and time and time again. I think that's 10 times. We have seen it over and over again this season. Teams aren't afraid of the Magic shooting. And if you want to know why the Magic struggles so much in the fourth quarter, the third worst net rating in the league in the fourth quarter, if you want to know why the Magic struggle in those moments, it's because teams know this. 
If Orlando hits a three to beat you, kudos to them. The odds are they're not. And frankly, for Paolo to get where the Magic want Paolo to get, for Franz to get where the Magic want Franz to get, they got to find some shooting. They got to find some shooting at the deadline. They got to find some shooting in the draft. They got to find some shooting in the offseason. It's a problem the Magic have avoided. It's a problem the Magic have ignored. But frankly, we know this team is good enough to compete now. We can tell that after 10 games. I, I'm sorry. Like, I still, like, this team's going to make the, this team should still make the postseason. They are still very capable of winning a lot of games this year. This was a bad game in a lot of ways, and I'll explain why in a minute. But to get where they really want to go, the answers are, frankly, just obvious. We'll talk a little bit about how the Magic lost their style and why that's what ultimately cost them this game against the Nets. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends over at eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. We're going to stick with the rookies. He's got two rookies on his list, and neither are Anthony Black. That's okay. Anthony Black isn't a fantasy guy. He's not racking up the, the counting stats. He's been an intangibles guy. We love A.B., but Josh Lloyd loves Bilal Kulabala. As the Wizards rotation continues to be all over the place, Bilal has played 30-plus in the last two games. He is their future, a massive defensive option, and someone that's going to continue to get better as the season goes on. Watch out for Bilal Kulabali And Keontae George, the Jazz's new starting point guard, has tallied 20 assists in his first two starts. It may be rocky, as it is with most rookies, but he is worth paying attention to. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With more than 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So, you know, obviously we got this bigger issue, you know, like, like I said, shooting is the tree trunk of the Orlando Magic's problems and everything kind of branches off that. And, and look, we knew entering this season that shooting was going to be a problem. Um, you know, we, ex we suspected that, you know, this team was going to struggle offensively. Defense was going to have to be the saving grace. And we've talked a little bit already this, this week about the Magic's formula for winning and what they have to do to win. And, and it's, you know, winning points in the paint. Magic didn't win that in this game. It's getting the foul line. Magic didn't do that enough in this game. 
It's, you know, limiting three-point attempts. Magic did okay with that with Brooklyn, but Brooklyn still made their shots. Um, It's getting second-chance points. Magic were terrible at that. What sucked about Tuesday's game was that, yes, we put a lot of hype into it. In-season tournament game, I believe the Magic, I believed, I don't believe it anymore, but I believe the Magic had a good chance to get out of their group that this game especially was one that could determine who gets second place in the group and has a shot to advance. You're going to have to go three and one to advance in this, in this group. Um, and so Orlando has to win their final three games Friday at Chicago next Tuesday against Toronto next Friday against Boston. Um, not an easy thing to do. Um, we'll, we'll see the bulls obviously on Wednesday. So we're going to learn a lot about, about this team's gumption and, and ability here. Um, and like I said, Despite the clear weakness with their shooting, despite all that, Orlando is good enough to make the postseason. Um, or uh, in season tournament's probably done. A minus twenty point differential is going to be really tough to overcome. Um, it, it's it. The Magic dug themselves a very deep hole for the in season tournament, but they are more than capable of getting to 40, 41 wins, putting themselves in, in a spot to play in the postseason. I, I am not concerned about that. They had an uncharacteristically bad game, an unfocused game. Uh, that, that's how I would say it. Now, the Magic have had a lot of games and a lot of moments where they've lost focus, and, and that comes with youth. That's the thing we got to realize. This is still a very, very young team. But what's really important here is the Magic do have to stick to their style. They still have to be who they are. And, and more than anything else, like, Forget everything else. Forget the shooting. I don't really care about that. They didn't do the things they have to do to win. They allowed Brooklyn to dictate the tempo. They were lazy with passes and turned the ball over. 16 turnovers for 27 Brooklyn points. They had 32 fast break points. Orlando is very good in transition this year. By far, honestly, Dallas was uh, Dallas was the worst defensive game of the season. Or Atlanta, I think, was the worst defensive game of the season. This was worse. They were terrible in this game. They were struggling from the point of attack from the very tip. They were down double digits in the first quarter. They were struggling to contain. They were struggling to rebound. The Magic, uh, you could look through the stat sheet. The Magic did not do one thing they needed to do to win. And sure, I will grant this. Through three quarters, they were in the game, had every chance to win. And that's what makes this more disappointing. Orlando talks a lot about it needing to be about the details. Well, here are the details. Getting rebounds, bad switches, poor communication, gave up a ton of points in the paint. They didn't get the job done. Uh, Turning the ball over. These weren't, you know, yes, there were still some of the problems with Magic trying to overpass and squeeze the ball into gaps. And look, that's part of the problem with teams collapsing the paint on this Magic group is Orlando's trying to force passes into tiny, tiny holes. They don't have the space to get passes to where they're trying to go. Um, and, and because teams are congesting the paint, when you get in the paint, there's a lot of arms to deflect passes and make it difficult to kick back out. That's what the Magic try to do. Um, shooting is the root cause of all the Magic's problems. That's probably the better tree metaphor. I don't know why I was using tree trunk. But shooting is the root cause of every problem that the Magic had. But still, Orlando is and has been able to overcome all this. And so, you know, you got to ask, was it the pressure of this game? 
maybe, that Brooklyn maybe have more urgency because they're facing their own elimination in the in-season tournament? Maybe. I'm not going to put it past that. Maybe. Um, did, did the Magic just have a bad night? Sure. But here's the thing. Orlando to win has, you know, I talked about this Monday. Orlando to win has to do X amount of things. And they did none of them on Tuesday. They didn't get to the foul line enough. They didn't win the paint. They got out-rebounded. They, you know, they scored more second-chance points, which is great, but they dominate that category. They didn't dominate it. They turned the ball over a ton, directly into points, in lazy ways. I will say this. They had lazy passes that were easily intercepted. In lazy ways. They put themselves in a spot that gave Brooklyn momentum. Brooklyn's a team that wants to get up and down. They want to run. They want to play fast. Orlando's not that team. I'm sorry. Y'all want an exciting up and down team. That's not who this Magic team is. This Magic team wants to slow the game down, grind you grind you defensively, and score enough points to beat you. Trusting that they can move the ball, that they can you know, find, find enough gaps to score, to hit enough three-pointers, that their defense can carry them through their inevitable lulls. That's who this Magic team is. They want to limit possessions. They want to make you feel the pressure of every possession. And the second quarter, that's what they did. When Orlando took the lead, when they took control of this game, it was because their defense locked in. They stopped turning the ball over. They moved the ball to get shots at the rim, to get three-pointers. They they moved off the ball. They showed they could do it. But it was never consistent enough this night. You know, we're still learning who this team is. We're 10 games into the season. There's a long way to go. We're an eighth of the way through the season at this point. Eighth? Tenth? I don't remember. I don't know what that... I, I, I was told there'd be no math. We're 10 games into an 82-game season. Um, That is an eighth. Thank you. Um, A little bit less than an eighth. Um, we're still learning who this team is. And this team is still learning how to win. Like I mentioned, Orlando is the third worst fourth quarter net rating in the league. They have a third worst offensive rating in the fourth quarters. They are still learning how to close games, how to handle pressure, how to handle the, how to handle how defenses tighten up a little bit in the fourth quarters. That's something the Magic, the Magic defense is fine in fourth quarters, but they don't score nearly enough to make that matter. And so right now, Orlando is trying to find itself. It's done a lot of good. This team does have a lot of things to be eager and excited about. But they got to stick to who they are. And on Tuesday night in Brooklyn... Brooklyn dictated the terms, and Orlando did not. And they're going to struggle when they get into track meets. When they're playing teams like Brooklyn that like to run, that like to shoot, Brooklyn's not a team that gets in the paint very much. They are a shooting team. And Orlando let them shoot them out of the gym. As we always do, we're going to go through the final box score coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends over at Ibotta. Look, big holidays 
being big family get-togethers. But you don't have to spend all that money on the Thanksgiving spread without getting something in return. With Ibotta, you can get your turkey and all of your favorite sides for free. Start, starting today, right now, for the fourth year in a row, Ibotta is giving 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving feast. Just add the offers in the app to redeem for everything you need to make your Thanksgiving feast complete. All you have to do is shop at your favorite retailers and upload your receipt. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods so you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. You can also earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers too. When you start with Ibotta, that includes Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Holiday shopping right around the corner. Get that jump start with Ibotta. Download the Ibotta app now and use code LOCK to get 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting November 1st. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use code LOCKED today. That's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, in the Google Play or App Store, and use code LOCKED today. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, I meant to mention this earlier, but a really exciting thing coming from the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. As we always do, let's go through the final box scores. The Orlando Magic defeat, Orlando Magic didn't defeat. They fell to the Brooklyn Nets, 124-104. to 104. As I mentioned, let's just get the fourth quarter stats out of the way. Brooklyn outscores Orlando 36-18 to 18 in the fourth quarter. Orlando shoots 6-for-21 in the fourth quarter, 28-28.6%. 2-for-13 from three, just 4-for-5 from the foul line. Uh, again, just four turnovers for three points. That actually was not the killer in that quarter, but... Orlando unable to hit shots. Brooklyn was 13 for 17 shooting, 7 for 10 from three. Uh, at the end of the day, like the Magic settled for three pointers in that fourth quarter. They struggled to get in the paint. Like I said, the shooting thing is a real problem and it, it affects everything. But at the end of the day, it just came down to Orlando again, let their poor offense affect their defense. They allowed Brooklyn to get out and transition off some of those misses, a lot of long misses, leading to long rebounds, of course. Uh, and, and Orlando just did not do the things they have to do to win. Um, they had every chance to win and they collapsed in the fourth quarter. Like that's, that's what they've been doing all year, unfortunately. And so they got to find a way to get those details down. And, and I don't know what the answer is. You know, maybe it's uh, getting Markel Fultz back would help. Like, you know, as much as I, I know there's a lot of people who are kind of out on Markel because of his lack of shooting right now. And, and that is a big deal. I'm not going to lie. Markell knows how to control the pace of a game. 
He knows when to speed things up, when to slow them down. And right now, that's a big struggle for the Orlando Magic. They're, they're, they got sped up in this game. I like their chances more against Chicago. Chicago's a team that likes to slow it down a little bit more, too. Uh, but this is a big area for Orlando, and this is a this is a big thing right now for them. Um, their fourth quarter execution is just really, really poor, and, and, and I think you could see them panicking. And, and some of that's youth. That's that's the job of, of Jamal Mosley to kind of calm them down. I thought this being a, a, an in-season tournament game that he might, and especially because scoring margin mattered for that, I thought he might have called some earlier timeouts to kind of calm them down and, and, and just get them to do, do the simple things. Um, he brought his starters back in earlier than usual, I think, for that purpose. But again, this is just such a young team. They don't have a natural point guard or a veteran point guard on the roster right now with Fultz out. Um, it's it's a struggle for them. Um, you know, they they do they they have they had to they had to find something positive and it wasn't there defensively and it wasn't there offensively and that's that's ultimately why they lost. Still um, the Magic did do some good things. I, 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 I can't say it was a complete loss for the game. Franz Wagner, 21 points, 8 for 16 shooting, 3 for 8 from deep, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, no turnovers for him. He did really well. Third quarter especially, really turned on the Jets, helped the Magic stay in the lead throughout the third quarter. Lost it in the fourth quarter, as everyone did, but it was good to see Franz shooting efficiently, playing the way we, we expect Franz to play. There's a few heat checks in there I didn't like, three-pointer-wise, but you know his... He's, he's willing to shoot again. Like, again, like we're talking about shooting. Franz is one of the best shooters on this team. I like him taking a three-point attempts. Um, you know, then be maybe be a little bit more selective, make sure he's attacking the basket, but he's got he's to shoot. Like, he's the guy that's got to shoot for this team. Paolo Bancaro also had a really, really excellent game in a lot of ways. 19 points, ended six for 15, four for seven from deep, three for six from the foul line, six rebounds, three assists, ends the streak of, um, of I think, I think nine straight games with at least four assists. But, um, Paolo, Paolo got double teamed a lot. Again, this is where having shooting would help him so much because he wants to pass. Um, but he is absorbing a lot of pressure and a lot of double teams. He's got to move quickly. The magic are running him on the ball a lot, not getting him, not getting him the ball in, in, in on quick movements. Um, so his work has been very, very hard, but made his three point shots. You can't waste games where Paolo is making four threes, like plain and simple. Like Orlando made 16 threes in this game, guys, like as bad as their shooting is. Um, they need to win games where they make 63s. Now they shouldn't be shooting it 46 times. That's Brooklyn level numbers. The Magic's, I think the Magic's ideal number of threes is somewhere, but I think they're averaging around 32, 33. I think 35 is their ideal number. So 46 was way too much. Orlando did not do a good job getting in the paint. They only got 21 free throws in the game. Um, and they missed five of them. Paolo missed three. Um, so again, you know, they got more free throws in Brooklyn, 21 over 20, but Orlando needs to be shooting 30 free throws a game. Like that's, you know, we're talking about the Magic trying to make up a margin offensively. They got to get to the foul line. And again, they were just lazy turning the ball over. Uh, Cole Anthony had four turnovers. Uh, six, uh, Magic had 16 turnovers as a team for 27 Brooklyn points. Brooklyn finished with 31 fast break points on 17 fast break field goal attempts. Um you know, again, Orlando gets outscored in the paint 52 to 36, just 18 for 28 inside the paint. The Magic took just 28 shots in the paint. That is just plainly inexcusable. Like, th this team needs to live at, in the paint. So I got to give Goga Batadze some credit. 14 points, six for seven shooting, just three rebounds for him. Um, was very active, cutting to the basket when, when, when the Magic were able to draw two to the ball inside the paint. Goga presented himself well. I thought he was excellent around the basket. 
Defensively, though, he was a little bit lost. The Magic's defensive rotations were just a step off all game. Um, really poor communication. And it wasn't just Goga. It was Mo. Mo wasn't great defensively either this game. 11 points through four shooting, six rebounds for him. Had four assists as well. Uh, same thing. Mo's just around the basket. He's just very good at, at sticking near the basket uh, and being pre- and presenting himself to, to, to his teammates. Uh, but again, like, the defense just wasn't there. Like the communication, the magic switched a lot that exposed them for offensive rebounds. They give up 13 offensive rebounds and yeah, they still won second chance points, 19 to 11. But again, Orlando's got to get offensive rebounds. That's, that's, that's one of the ways they make up the difference. Orlando, like, let's just be real here because Orlando is not a great three point shooting team. Orlando is not going to win a game, win any games where they don't dominate one of free throw attempts or second chance points, plain and simple. Like, you know, we're looking for the stats, for the indicators of whether the Magic won or lost games. That's a big one. They've got to dominate either free throw attempts, 30 free throw attempts, or they got to dominate uh, second chance points, like 20, 25 second chance points. That's been a big factor in a lot of their wins. So keep an eye on those things. Um, Jalen Suggs had a really rough game, 10 points, 4 for 13 shooting, 2 for 7 from deep. Uh, injured his elbow at, at one point, got landed on and, and awkwardly fell on his elbow. Um you know, he came, he left the game, came back in. We'll see what his status is for Wednesday. Shot was just never clean, just never really got a shot going. Um, and again, that's that's just going to be the push and pull with Jalen Suggs at this point. Minus 27 in the game for Jalen Suggs. Not that that means a whole lot. Um, Joe Ingles had his best game in a Magic uniform. 11 points, 4 for 4 shooting, 3 for 3 from deep, 4 assists. Big reason why the Magic came back in the second quarter. He scored all 11 in the second quarter. Um, just a huge reason why. Orlando was in this game, had a chance to win it, had control of the game heading into the second half. Look, I know everyone's eager to see Joe Ingles shoot, and this was his best shooting performance. His passing and his calm and his poise are are so big for this team. I honestly, like, I don't know if I'm quite ready to change the starting lineup yet. And maybe I need to look at the lineup and how it's performed. Um, Although Ingles, I don't think, has played with both Franz and Paolo very much. I might take Anthony Black out of the starting lineup, make Jalen Suggs the nominal point guard, and do a Suggs, Ingles, Wagner, Bancaro, Batadze lineup for a little bit, for a starting lineup for a little bit. Just give the magic that calm and poise with a playmaker uh, in Ingles, someone who's going to pass the ball effectively and spread the floor as a shooter. Like I think one thing we need to see more of is Bancaro playing with Ingles, playing with Harris when he comes back playing with more shooters to give him that space. Uh, in, let's look, the Magic should leverage Ingles a little bit more than they have. Um, I mentioned Cole Anthony really struggled with 10 points, uh, two for 10 shooting, two for eight from beyond the arc. Had six rebounds, did a good job getting to the offensive glass, but four turnovers. Um, again, Orlando, just a lot of really just kind of bad passes, really passes trying to get out of the interior. Like Again, like there are some lazy and, and unfocused passing. There was a lot of... The Magic trying to do the right things and trying to kick out and trying to find open shooters off of offensive rebounds and off of drives as the defense collapsed to them. And Brooklyn, like, got to give Brooklyn a lot of credit. Their defense hasn't been great this year. They played really good defense. They were active. They got hands on balls. They played the way the Magic play defense in a lot of ways, uh, where they were disruptive. And Orlando had to second-guess themselves and second-guess passes and and, and didn't make clean passes all the time. Um, Definitely... uh, a really strong defensive effort. And you got to give credit to Brooklyn. You know, every team's going to have like, look, it's an 82 game season. It's a long, it's a long season. And so, you know, there are a lot of magic fans. I saw it online 
super upset about this loss. And, and, and I get it. I'm frustrated with this loss too. It's disappointing. It, it, it's unacceptable. The standard for this team is much higher than what they showed in this game. And the fact that they did this in the in-season tournament game, in the game that counted more than the other games, is bitterly disappointing. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you not to feel that way. However, it is not the time to throw the baby out with the bathwater. They had one bad game. Yeah, they're probably eliminated from the in-season tournament at this point. But the goal, but this team's goals are still very much in front of them. They can still accomplish everything they want to accomplish. They are still in a very good spot to do so. As long as they learn from this defeat, and we've seen some problems repeat now, which is very concerning. As long as they learn from this defeat and grow from it, we could just chalk this up as a bad night. It's the worst time to have a bad night. That's the nature of a single elimination tournament or a single elimination tournament style. We can chalk it up as a bad night. It's a bad time to have a bad night. It was a bad night. We know this team can and will be better. So we expect them to do that Wednesday night in Chicago. Brooklyn's led in scoring by Spencer Dinwiddie, 29 points, 5 for 10 shooting from deep. Cameron Johnson had 20 points, 3 for 7 shooting from deep. Macal Bridges, 21 points, 3 for 5 from deep. Brooklyn shoots 19 for 39 from three. Orlando just really struggled closing out the three-point line. They had a lot of sidestep threes that they gave up. A lot of just over-collapses in the paint. A lot of just bad switching that led to open shots. Brooklyn made shots. You know, again, like sometimes it's just a bad night. This this was a bad night in a lot of ways. And, and again, Orlando will have a chance to get better. They have two games in Chicago to prove themselves. They still got three more in-season tournament games. Plenty of time. Uh, to turn things around, at least give themselves a chance. The Orlando, the Orlando Magic fall to the Brooklyn Nets 124-104. to 104. Again, like I said, they're back in action tonight against the Chicago Bulls. You can catch, we'll have a complete recap of that game on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Magic. And of course, you can catch the catch the game live on the Sirius XM app. The Magic's a local home broadcast to so search for Magic on Sirius XM. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. If you're tuning in, him on Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of them listen to podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. For latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter there uh, at omagicdaily. Also, be sure to check out my Patreon page, patreon.com slash Hub. I do playbook videos. I might try and jump in and do, I don't know if I'll have time, but I'll try and break down how teams are kind of clogging the lane a little bit on Orlando. I know I did a video a couple of weeks back on some of the Magic's clutch struggles and touched on this, but I do playbook videos uh, breaking down uh, things that are going on on the court uh, and doing tape review. And I'm always open to different suggestions and ideas from you all. So just uh, give me a ring uh, or join, join the Patreon page. Tell me what kind of content you're looking for to make your $5 a month worth it. Thank you for supporting me for those who do. And I truly hope you that, that you take a look. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Don't forget to check out the Locked on uh, Sports Today 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked on Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts like me and our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked on Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national 24-7 streaming channel. That's good to do for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, it's been Philip Ross from Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On.
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.